Welcome back to Embodied Experience with Lauren and Sylvie. We're so excited to be sharing with you guys again here today. Kind of going off of last week's talk, we were sharing with you guys about where we've been, what we've been up to, and really coming back off of a year hiatus just because we recognized that we needed that space and that time for our lives. But we're coming back with so much enthusiasm and really excited about where our lives have been and where they're taking us. And that kind of really leads us into our next discussion, which is about reflection and really just taking a look at how we got here and appreciating our journey. Um, I think so much of the time we forget how to appreciate our journey because we don't know how to reflect and really reflect in a positive way. Uh, Certainly negativity can overwhelm or consume us at times because, you know, it's just kind of our natural default, but we have to be more conscious and practicing and honing in on, you know, what is positive in our lives? What is it that we can learn from? What is it that uh, is good and, and worth remembering and building on and I really think that's where our lives can gain some incredible momentum. So in in this conversation of reflecting, I, you know, really want to take a a nice pause, a uh, kind of a step back from where it is that I am in this moment and just appreciate the fact that I have gone through challenges in this past year and and come through them. And to be able to take a, a breath in sort of this collective like movement forward um, that if not for the journey that I have been on and learning from, I wouldn't be able to be moving forward in the spaces and places that I am now. Uh, So last week I shared that I was really making headway and really energized. Uh, What was the the phrase I used? I um, felt just a surge of inspiration about the doula work that I've been doing and how um, being a doula, so for those of you who don't know what a doula is, it's essentially a woman servant. That's what it means in Greek, Um, but it's a birth coach. So someone who can help you advocate for yourself, but coupled with my MSW degree, which is a master's of social work, master's degree, that's a therapeutic degree. So being able to help people through one of the most crazy time, uh, not time changing, but one of the most crazy um, changing times of one's life, which is uh, to be growing a human being and bringing that human being forth into the world to be with people in that journey and that transition um, is just incredible. And I'm so excited that I really get to fuse you know, what I know about birth and doula work and being able to use a therapeutic background to essentially offer people therapy through that time. Um, I think a lot of times we don't seek therapy until maybe we've hit some really hard stuff in our lives. And then we're like, oh, maybe I need to talk to somebody about this. But I don't think we oftentimes realize that we can also use therapy to help us through transitioning times, through times of change. And that's really, really uh, hope and and am really offering in this time. Uh, I've had just kind of this um, outpouring, maybe that's not the right word. Uh, I've had clients just kind of come out of nowhere. Uh, and so I, I'm able to serve these people. I've actually got um, 
I believe five people that I'm working with and, and, you know, due dates span from April through June at this point, but I'm just so excited to get this, uh, it's what we say in the military on the job training to really put all of these tools and skills to use, to help these people with their journeys and really build my business, build my platform. And, uh, one of my clients is actually going to be a remote client. Um, she doesn't live in my area, the four other four do. So I'm able to see them in person, but I think a lot of doula work has approached the aid and helping of pregnancy and it's been centered mostly on birth, but there's so much to address with pregnancy, transitioning into birth, and then the transition after birth into postpartum. And so much of it is mental. And of course, I would love to be there physically for everybody. But you know, in this technology age, through what we've just gone through with COVID, it's really opened my eyes, and I'm sure so many people's eyes that so much of what we can do can be done um, over the interwebs. Short of, sort of my shorthand to say that. Um, but I'm really excited to be able to essentially be offering therapeutic sessions to talk through questions, to help reframe, uh, to get mindsets more aligned on what people desire and are uh, journeying forward towards and, and where they want to be presently rather than, you know, being consumed by fear and uncertainty and all those things that kind of come with transition and change and most especially around pregnancy um, and birth and then having a child now. So I'm so stoked for that work. I really feel, and I love this podcast because it really makes me, forces me to talk through out loud about the things that I'm doing. And so Sylvie, uh, I'm going to pass this over to you. You know, how are you feeling about things that you've got in the works, where you're going, the, the plans that you've got made, uh, or mate or you're making, um, as you reflect back on where you've been and what's brought you to this point. Yeah, I mean, I think therapy and reflection are kind of one and the same when you when you really think about it. It's like what is reflection? It's looking back, it's being aware of where you've been, what you've done and why you've done it, why you've made the choices that you've made. Um and and just be being very aware of of actions and feelings and thoughts and emotions and choices and so i think therapy helps to give us a structured way of staying organized and accountable in 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 doing that whether it's physical therapy mental health therapy birth coaching therapy all of it therapy is just another way of saying hey how can we make sure that whatever it is that's going on in your life, you're best able to relate to and manage it so you can stay on par or stay on track to where it is, you know, you're going or you want to go or how you want to feel. Um, you know, I think with all, uh, with with every person, we naturally can trip up on ourselves or trip or or um, fall off track or feel overwhelmed or get nervous or give into fear when um when, when we're unable to stay really super mindful um and of the choices that we're making 
and how that aligns up with the future that we're envisioning for ourselves. So, for instance, um, if, if I if I kind of look at my habits, I think you know if I look, I I do this a lot. Like when I'm, I probably do this almost every day, and sometimes I take bigger moments and do it for longer. But I always try to positively and in a healthy way compare where I am today to where I was yesterday to where I was a month ago to where I was a year ago and and I, I kind of measure myself up against myself if you will so I spend a lot of time reflecting at the end of each day of like how did my day go how did I feel how did I show up how did I um, invest my time and energy and effort and and actions into my relationships, into um, into overcoming my own fears related around so many different things, um, work performance, uh, love and relationships, friendships, everything. I mean, I think we all have our own fears and traumas that we're working through. So I try to stay super mindful of how they show up in my day to day and how I choose to respond and manage them. Um, and then at the end of each day, kind of being like, okay, how would I do that differently? What do I need to do to do, to handle it better? Or what did I do today that worked really well? And, and I'll continue to reinforce that habit next time the situation pops up. So, and I know, I think this has been training for myself over the years, you know, growing up, I wrote in my journal, um, which Yes, I, I, I'm a huge journaler. So growing up, I'd write in journals. Um, I always like wrote poetry and I would always talk to my friends. And then you get older and I realize that like me expressing myself and me um, being able to share how I feel helps me to be reflective. Much like what you said, Lauren, like why you love this podcast is it helps you to talk these things out loud. So you know, and then as I got older, I've had different therapies. I've I've been a patient. I've provided therapy, and and so this whole reflective thought process, um, what I've realized over the past two years is is kind of something that comes naturally to me. Doesn't mean I have all the answers by any means. That's not what I'm saying. But um, the reflection piece helps me to find gratitude in the small moments throughout my days. You know, I, I could do something as simply say no to somebody when I when I would typically say yes. And for me, that's a huge achievement. And I feel so good and in, good inside about it. And, you know, to the to the to everyone else around me, they might not see how big of a moment that was for me. But I'm like, yes. And, and, it, and it helps me once I, you know, as I continue to stay reflective and make choices that I feel really aligned with as I don't allow fear to hold me back from my own goals and ambitions and and like I said it doesn't have to always be something big it doesn't always have to be this like superstar goal of mine sometimes it can just be a goal of me feeling like I'm really secure in who I am and those are little victories that um interestingly enough don't see they're hard to they're hard to uh, illustrate I guess to the outside world but I mean as I'm as I'm going through life I'm really caring less and less about that anyway but 
My point being is that reflection helps to um, it helps me personally to feel more at ease with where I am and make choices with a bit more confidence and to also allow my fears and worries to not have as much power over me. And I think that's what I've realized over the past two years. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not always like easy. You know, reflection isn't easy. Sometimes it requires me to have to look at parts of myself I really don't want to look at. Um, Sometimes it makes me have to admit things about myself I don't really care to have to admit. Uh, Sometimes it means I have to have really hard conversations um, that make me super uncomfortable. But when I reflect and I realize like, hey, you kind of have to do this thing in order to get to this thing. You have to take this action in order for this um, goal of yours to really manifest. You know, that's where the hard work comes in. Um, But every time you do you do that, you feel so much better after and it builds momentum. Like you said, Lauren, like it just builds so much momentum. Um, So yeah, hopefully that makes some sense. I guess that's reflection in like a, on a daily level. And um, when I look back at my own personal journey right now, you know, it's, it's great. I love all of your doula work that you're doing and how you're combining it with your MSW. I think it's absolutely amazing. And congrats on starting to build up your clientele and, you know, all of your people are really lucky to have you. Uh, I myself have been definitely diving into the world of birthing, um, prenatal and postpartum PT. And, you know, I've, I've come to appreciate the journey of each of each woman, um, just, just life, you know, through periods and pregnancy and menopause and, um, having a female mind and body that is just wired to nurture and love, but also has the expectation to just manage and multitask and, uh, and, and be responsible for kind of raising humans in this world. It's so much to, to, to digest. And, you know, when I reflect back on my journey, you know, from PT school to traveling the world, to teaching yoga, to working in different settings, to uh, having patients from all walks of life, it's kind of brought me to where I am today, where I'm like, you know what, I, I, I know who I am as a person. I know how I am as a therapist. I know what I can offer to the world. And I'm really starting to hone in on a niche and, and um, an area of of study that really sparks a lot of joy and, and feels right because I know that the next 20, 25 years are going to look a lot different than my past 10 years in, in my work as a, as a career person, if you will. And so that's kind of been a, a big focus for me there. Um, and the other reflection is just also just maturing and and and, and um, being in a relationship and and kind of shifting gears from being a sole person all the time to um, building a life with another and what that means and uh, how I relate to the world from that standpoint and that's been another big shift for me. You know, I've always kind of been a pretty much independent person and now I'm.
in a situation where I'm starting to mold my life more and and that feels really cool and that's another um, big shift and so kind of going back to the idea that some of these things may not stand out in a way where I can be like oh my god look what I'm doing but it's happening internally for myself and um, that's really cool so I I'm a huge fan of therapy I'm a huge fan of talking I'm a huge fan of reaching out for support and I think all of what that does is it supports our ability to be reflective which then in turn feeds our ability to be self-aware and and um, that's the beauty of of growth. Sylvia, I love what you said there about shifting and just recognizing the shifts in your life and how you have moved from being basically in this independent life to now living in a relationship and what that looks like. And, and I also love how you reflected on um, therapy, not from just a mental standpoint, but also a physical standpoint. So you're a physical therapist and I'm a mental therapist and, you know, the mind and body uh, aspects coming together. I know we did a podcast much earlier on in our podcasting about mind and body connection, but it's so important that we never forget that it's all connected. Um, I'm actually reading a book right now called The Body Keeps the Score. And it's about how we store trauma in our bodies. So our minds will receive things, but then we put them in our bodies. And this is why the body work is so important. So, you know, reaching out to people like yourself, physical therapists or chiropractors or massage therapists, um, yoga instructors, physical fitness experts, um, getting our bodies kind of in tune that they can connect with our minds is going to help so much, but then doing the mental health piece, the, the therapy for, um, our minds, our mental therapy is huge as well. And, you know, I really think that it's important for us to recognize that therapy in all of its forms shouldn't be when we see or have a problem arise. We should be utilizing these tools as preventative measures, truly. Um, you know, oftentimes I know people don't seek mental counseling or mental health help until, you know, they're just really in dire straits. And, you know, I think that it's a great use of therapeutic tools to reach out when you're just in the midst of change. And we have change happening in our lives all the time. So helping or having somebody to help us kind of organize those thoughts, kind of troubleshoot what we should do. And, you know, the same goes for your work in physical therapy. I mean, I know that I started coming to you because I just sensed some things were a little bit off. And so I wanted you to help me kind of get them back on track before they got worse. Um, and then continuing to work with you to just kind of keep everything everything in line. There's a chiropractor that I found here that I love. Um, they're the Whites. Uh, Renee and I have become great friends. I know we'll stay in touch. But the chiropractic work that I've been doing, I was doing because I was having some pain in pregnancy. And it really helped with that. But then recognizing all the things that can help with um, preventatively. So... As I move into this work um, even more as a doula, so a support person for people in birth and then a birth coach, um, I'm recognizing there's so much more to that, especially with the utilization of my MSW degree um, with the mental therapy uh, is recognizing that I can provide um pregnancy, so prenatal birth and postnatal therapy. So uh, this realization that 
becoming pregnant, not just for the woman, but for the, the woman's partner, um, going through birth and birth in and of itself, the big event that it is. And then postpartum, they are huge and major transitions and shifts in life. And oftentimes, um, we don't talk about them in, in culture, in the world. And if we do, it's usually in a very negative way. Um, there are some like, you know, people that blog about it. I think moms in general, you can go on Instagram and they're talking about it, but are we devoting an expertise to just truly zero in on that period time and space of somebody's life to be like this is this is what I specialize in providing therapy for and I really feel like that's kind of where my path is is leading and culminating to and it's so exciting to kind of reflect on my own journey I mean I never thought I'd be a mom and here I am having had four kids Um, it was truly my life's work I think to recognize all of the beautiful pieces of it to be able to then share that with other people and help them walk through that for themselves and find the beauty in it, the joy in it, and then navigate any trauma that might be experienced because certainly an event as big as birth can be traumatic. Um, you know, and not even just birth, but moving into postpartum world. I mean, the first five to six weeks are just uh, a jolt to all of your senses. Um, And I think a lot of times we just navigate it and then maybe we reflect on it. But a lot of times I think we get through it. And as women and people and parents, we just go, oh, we made it through that time. Um, But I think it's the foundation for so much and we can learn from it. And when we use therapy as a tool, we can be reflective. And and that's what therapy really does is to provide reflection. So in physical therapy and in mental health therapy, um, you know, reflection is the the art, the effort, the um, exciting experience of recognizing what's going on and wanting to understand it better so that we can grow. So, oh man, I love this conversation. It's so full, so exciting to really draw all these connections and these parallels between your work and my work, as we already know there are. But Sylvia, I want to pass it back to you uh, one last time. You know, what are your thoughts on, um, you know, using therapy preventatively, um, recognizing that it is a tool to help us grow? What are your thoughts on some of those things that I've just uh, brought up? Yes, therapy is just that. It's a great tool for anybody to gain further insight into the relationship that they have with themselves, to become curious as to who they are, how their mind and body work together, how they function, um, to be able to navigate life experiences with a, a strong sense of groundedness and an anchor so they don't have to feel alone in walking through this life. I think that feeling in of itself can breed a lot of problems, Um, addiction, loneliness, depression. Um, So being able to connect human to human is a really healthy um, act. And and, um, yeah, so just looking at therapy as a tool for self-realization, for... um, for just building a really strong relationship with yourself because I think from there we're able to show up in the world 
in a more authentic um, way and in a way that feels good. Uh, doesn't mean that we always feel happy. That's not what I'm saying, but we can feel really connected to ourselves and in turn um, lead by example and and showing up in a healthy way um, and also be a better person in our relationships and in our work and, and just going through our daily lives. So I think therapy is just an awesome tool for that. And it doesn't always have to be in crisis mode. It can be, um, you know, it's really cool as it can just be anytime, right? Because, you know, I, I have worked with many patients and some, you know, I meet them in crisis mode and they can, they get better and we continue to have a therapeutic relationship and it helps to keep stability. And then when something does arise and something is hard and there is a transition, we already know each other. I know this person. I know their patterns. I know their behaviors. I know um, kind of their perspective and outlook on life based on whatever they've been through and what it is they're going through. And at that point, I feel like um, as a therapist, I'm better able to provide guidance in those moments. And as a patient, client, receiver of therapy, if you will, um, you're also more open and comfortable with receiving guidance from somebody in those moments. And it's becomes that much more, um, I don't know, easier to implement or understand or just sometimes gives you the tools to take a moment and step back and look at yourself and and really over time just understand this relationship you have with you. And um, I don't know, I could go off on so many different angles right now, but for instance, like I'm I'm hearing what you want to do and what you will be doing in which You'll be providing therapeutic services for moms prenatally and postpartum. And I think that is absolutely amazing and so necessary. And and um, I'll definitely be wanting to send patients to you because I know so many people who would benefit from that. Um, but going back to the idea that when we think of motherhood and we think of bringing a child into this world, this is like the human a, a brand new human just entering this external world and for the first few years of their development it is so crucial because their brains are being formed so if their caregivers can feel loved and supported and the babies have that in their lives like healthy parents and and uh, are receiving stability it helps to shape them to also become um like healthy, loving, functional humans. Not to say that, you know, what I, I guess what I mean is, is therapy along the way helps us to avoid some of those hard things in life. Um, addiction, like addiction problems come from, from hard things and from trauma, from feelings of loneliness, from feeling disconnected, from feeling like disconnected from our own selves, really. Um, and then we seek connection in other ways. So I think therapy helps us to stay grounded and rooted into that. Um, and it's really cool. And for those who are listening and have tried therapy and may feel differently, I say if that's the case, just continue searching. You know, sometimes you got you to gotta really kind of go through the motions and, and find someone you connect with. And 
whoever we do come across in our therapeutic journey, sometimes we may not always agree with them and that might provide insight into ourselves in ways we weren't expecting. But um, finding people that you really do connect with for certain needs um, and who specialize in certain areas of something that might be really uh, pertinent to your own life, I think can be really helpful. And yeah, so this has been a great conversation. And Lauren, I like I said, I think um, the path that you're on is super cool. And I love hearing the excitement in your voice. Um, it's great. So therapy, do it. It's cool. It's fun. It's not always easy. But I think in the end, when people engage in therapy, they will walk away with something. Um something that can help them, um, some sort of insight that can guide them. And for some, it can become a really good source of um, stability. And that's what we need when we're going through our major transitions um, to help us stay, you know, true to our paths. So yeah, thanks for another fantastic conversation, Lauren. I hope everybody out there enjoyed it. Stability. I think that is the word that is just ringing in my ears from everything you just said, Sylvie. It's recognizing that reflection through therapy, really seeking out those uh, those experts that have the expertise uh, to help us, whether physical therapy, uh, any sort of body work or mental health therapist, it will create stability in our lives. And when we have stability in our lives, we are the best versions of ourselves. And it really just helps with all of our relationships, whether it is a parent-child relationship or a uh, spouse-partner relationship or friendships. I mean, even professional relationships. It just all around uh, creates goodness. So yeah, what a incredible conversation about reflecting its importance and kind of how we're leveraging it in our lives because, um, you know, growth is something that we can use so amazingly in our day-to-day realms. So Anyways, this has been Lauren and Sylvie with Embodied Experience. We are so grateful for all of you and until next time.